All right, let's chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. All that waiting, all that analyzing, all those reports, and we're going to get a tunnel for the Massey Tunnel. Vaughn, good morning. Good morning, Simi. And yeah, in terms of waiting, uh, get used to it because we're going to be waiting a lot longer, paying a lot more, and at the end of the day, getting much less crossing. So... What's not to like about the NDP's announcement on the Massey replacement yesterday? I was surprised it was a tunnel. I guess I'd heard bridge so much, I really thought they'd have to go with the bridge. Well, I have to say that it kind of smacks of politics to me, because the, the Transportation Ministry did massive studies and research, and there's thousands and thousands of papers, of documents online, and it led to the conclusion that the right decision was a bridge. And in fact, the Liberals started building one. So now the same transportation ministry comes along and goes, actually, no, we got it wrong. A tunnel makes more sense. And politically, what's the difference? Uh, it's going to take a lot longer. Uh, well, the New Democrats weren't in any rush to replace this thing. And the last thing the NDP wanted was to come out yesterday and say, Actually, the Liberals are right. Um, a, a bridge does make sense. So I think that stacked the deck in favor of a tunnel. And one, Simi, look, um, we talked yesterday about how the business plan for this project was delivered to the government back in December. Right. And sitting on this for eight months. They did not release the business plan yesterday. They are still sitting on it. It is being vetted for public release. So I go, hmm, let's wait and see if it's hedged at all when they finally give it to us, and let's wait and see what's been blanked out in it when they finally give it to us. The other thing is, you know, they came out yesterday and said, hey, uh, environmentally, this, uh, this tunnel thing, it just makes so much more sense environmentally. That's, it's a much sounder environmental but option. they haven't done the assessment yet. That's right. Three and a half years of environmental assessment to come. Um, the political debate on this thing isn't over yet, Simi. Construction doesn't start until after the next provincial election. So it's conceivable that whoever wins that election could decide something completely different. Well, I say <laughs> one hopes not, uh, but it wouldn't, you know, uh, but they do say that, uh, well, we'll be doing some work before that. So they're rebuilding the intersection at Steveston and they're doing some highway upgrades and uh, I mean the Liberals tried to lock it in and thought they had. They they did about $100 million of prep work and, of course, announced the project before the election. So they thought they'd kind of locked it in. They hadn't really gone far enough to lock it in. The New Democrats just wrote off the $100 million and started again. So, I, no, I, I, I think we're stuck with a tunnel dependent on the environmental review. Um, during those consultations... Uh, there were significant environmental concerns raised about dumping a great big cement tube in the bottom of the river, and there were issues about the impact on the port, too. So, yeah, it, it's still an open question uh, on two fronts. One, whether or not it'll pass environmental muster without significant changes, and the other issue is the cost. That number we got yesterday... 
Uh, I love it when the government puts out a precise number, 4.15 billion. It sounds like, wow, well, that's got to be precise. It's not like they said about 4 billion. <laughs> but look, uh, we don't have bids on this thing. We don't have the final design. We don't have final environmental pr- approval. Um, they haven't even called tenders, and they probably won't call them until after the next provincial election. So it's an open question how much right. it's going to cost, how long it's going to take, whether or not it'll, you know, there's a whole lot of unknowns here. From what I can see also, the difference, I guess, with this plan and the previous one is that this one has the support of the local mayor's council. Yes. So <clears throat> the liberals, in their inimitable style, after they had the review and in order to get the thing underway uh, and announced before the election, just charged ahead. Um, local councils weren't crazy about it. There was opposition. Uh, the mayor's council, you know, asked a bunch of questions. Uh, we talked about one of them yesterday. Well, why not the Batalo first? Uh, what about the impact on Richmond? All, all of those issues. So uh, that provided the NDP with an opening to go back. The other thing that, you know, the liberals did that provided the NDP with an opening to go back was liberals were going to pay for this thing. It was going to be a toll bridge. And the voters signaled pretty strongly in and around Metro Vancouver in 2017 that they didn't think that tolls were the right way to pay for projects like this. They wanted they wanted them paid for pretty much the same way most of the roads and bridges and highways and ferry services in British Columbia are paid for, which is they're paid for, at least in part, with ferries by provincial taxpayers. There's a subsidy. So they, that decision, those two things, um, the opposition locally, why this project, and the tolling issue provided the NDP with the opening to go back on it. But the net result is going to be, uh, you know, if the Liberals had been, if they'd managed to hang on to their legislative majority and continued to govern, their project was scheduled to be open next year, their 10-lane bridge. Instead, it's going to be an eight-lane bridge, a tunnel. Eight-lane tunnel, yeah. Eight-lane tunnel and 2030. And one of the debates that erupted yesterday between the technical briefing and the press conference was, will there actually be any improvement for commuters? Uh, it's a kind of a technical argument, but for those who use the existing tunnel, no, um, it's three ways north in the morning rush hour and three lanes south in the evening rush hour because they, they right, switch the traffic. Yeah. Counterflowing. Well, it was pointed out in the technical briefing that um, you're going to get an eight-lane tunnel, but two of the lanes are set aside for rapid buses. That's great news for buses. But it means that you'll just have three lanes of traffic. And so will people in their cars save any time? Doesn't look like it. Uh, the minister said, oh, well, there are other factors, or Rob Fleming, there are other factors. And so, yes, they will. But from the technical briefing, it's not at all clear um, that, you know, after waiting 10 years and you're headed north in the morning, you're still looking at three lanes for traffic. Right. And the yeah, so that's the thing that I didn't get about that as well. I mean, it certainly helps the people who are driving against rush hour traffic. And believe me, Vaughn, that line is huge if you are stuck in it. Like, it's terrible. But yeah, for rush hour traffic, it's not going to do very much. I mean, you're taking the buses out, I guess. That's yeah. about it. 
And they went, they went into buses, rapid buses. Um, they got asked about, you know, there's been some talk. Well, why don't you put SkyTrain through uh, or light rail through the tunnel? Um, the, way, the Liberals had set aside a, a provision in the 10-lane bridge they were planning for transit on the bridge, uh, light rail or, or SkyTrain. They said, ah, that doesn't really make sense. Uh, rapid buses will do it. Well, you know, you're planning for... 40 years, who knows what the situation is going to be in 2030. That's that's another problem with a delay. Uh, the best comment yesterday that I heard, uh, and I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was on Global News, was somebody said, you know, if you ask the public on this, which they want, bridge or tunnel, they say, they don't care, they want it now. Exactly. You're waiting, you want it now. Well, that's the last thing you're getting here. Uh, had the Liberals been allowed to go ahead with their flawed proposal, uh, yes, uh, the thing would have been open next year. Yes, you would have been paying tolls on it. So that was the trade-off. Uh, this way, no tolls. Um, but you have to wait. Ten years. Well, yeah. almost ten years. 2030, if it's on schedule, if it passes environmental muster, and those are yeah. two pretty big ifs for those of us who follow these projects. They certainly are. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. If you want to weigh in, Simi at cknw.com.